Disney has a lawsuit regarding reservations, shortage of cups at Club Cool, and a longtime Imagineer announces his retirement. That's next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to Traveling with the Mouse, and this is episode number 379, and I am your host, your favorite, which I know in your hearts that's all true. You don't have to let me know. My name is John, and I am joined today by Adam. What's up, everybody? And Adam. favorite. Hello, hello there. (laughs) I was going to say so much, I had to say it twice. Yep. Yes. We're the original dynamic duo this week. Jason has not joined us, but he'll be back, of course. Right? I mean, yeah. surely. He's going to have to take another trip soon. I mean. He's going to have to? Yeah. I mean, he's been every other week for the last, like, couple <laughs> of months. It feels so. that way, hasn't it? Maybe, maybe that's, that's the problem. Maybe he's exhausted. He's on overload. Yeah, maybe he's there now. Or maybe, yeah, maybe he didn't tell us and he just <laughs> took a secret trip. That's probably it. Uh, so Adam, how are you doing today? Fairly well. Fairly well? I'm doing all right. Oh, how are you? I guess I should ask. How are you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I understand you don't care, but... I mean, you know. You just wanted to move along. Felt like I had to. I was going to say, you know, last week whenever Jason was doing a trip report, he went to Disney World, and then I went to Gulf Shores, actually, that same same time period. same week. Same weekend. I haven't gone anywhere lately. Yeah. Got to change that. You know, interesting enough, we stayed somewhere that was not on the beach. It was on a nine-hole golf course, actually. And it was also, it was one club is what it's called. Mm-hmm. But it's technically an apartment complex. Oh. And so we, I guess we pretty much, what they do is they do this an apartment complex, but I guess with some of the open rooms they have, they also do vacation rentals. So oh, we yeah, had basically sense. had a two-bedroom apartment as a vacation. Did you Airbnb or Verbo it? Or? No, it was actually done through Expedia. My, my oh, wife, okay. My well, they did, do the but, same kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. But it was it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was nice. It was very spacious. We actually did a lot of cooking in the room because we had a nice kitchen. So we just went into, we just went to like Publix and Target and whatever and got stuff to make right, right. there for a lot. It was a nice little uh, extended weekend because we had an extended weekend that weekend. So, little getaway. Yeah, weekend getaway. Ate at Lulu's. Is uh, I don't know if if anybody's familiar with that. If not, and you go down to that area, I recommend it. Yeah, it's very good. Did you go over to? Um, was it Lambert's? What's the? Didn't go to Lambert's. No, just one just went out. One, just went out to eat once this time. Actually, since we did so much in the room cooking in the room, cooking. basically. So. But it was good that way. It was kind of lazing in the room a little bit. You just kind of go get out late and then do whatever you need to do. We went to the zoo there that was right next to us almost. Mm-hmm. We went to a, one of those, you know, like roadside type places called The Track, which was really fun the way they did all that. So good stuff. Funny enough, and when we were at Lulu's, we went to the arcade there. They had one of those games where they play like where you drop the ball type thing or whatever it is. Well, she had kind of escaped from me somewhat and went over there and played this game and did one, did one like hit on it and escaped. it hit the highest possible oh, wow. prize. Wow. <laughs> she got 500 tickets on that one hit. Nice. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, sometimes you get the, all the luck. 
I thought it was kind of funny. But and we never ended up spending all her uh, her money either because she kept wanting to get little things. I was right. like, I'm, my bag's going to be full of all these little prices, <laughs> little trinkets in a minute. If you don't pick something, if you don't pick something big, right? Little trinkets that you'll step on. Uh, right. And I don't even know if she knows where they are now. I don't. Right. Okay. Of course. <laughs> That's what happens to all of them. These, anyway, uh, that was a very short trip report. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it was it was nice though to to go down there, and it was not all that expensive, obviously. So that's not something you get when you go to Disney anymore. <clears throat> oh, really? Is there any stories about that? Have we talked about that lately? Well, there are a couple of things. Um, for instance, Disney Genie apparently, very briefly anyway, <laughs> went to what eighteen dollars, twenty two dollars, and then they oh. backed off, and then it's probably going to be back, truthfully. But yeah, they're testing out all the variables just to see uh i guess what the feedback is i don't know yeah okay so it's the lowest it's been since they raised it right it has been what 18 i think so far yeah that's the lowest i've seen was 18 yeah. and um, the highest has been 22 now yeah. this, it could even be higher than 22 for all i know at some point but i mean this variable i don't think there's any cap on this <laughs> <laughs> right they could potentially push it as far as they think they can yep and of course, they're doing it based on when busier days are, or what they anticipate being busier days. Yeah, I Sorry. think the here's the rundown of you know the change was October twelfth, so mm-hmm. it went from fifteen on the eleventh to twenty on the twelfth, twenty on the thirteenth, twenty on the fourteenth, twenty-two on the fifteenth, twenty on the sixteenth, twenty-two again on the seventeenth, and then eighteen on the eighteenth, and. Yeah, I mean, we're not really all that surprised about this coming. I know we talked about it last week with the when the prices hikes first started and the sample that was given out in Disneyland for one day. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But we kind of anticipated this, and we'll see how it affects the powers that be. So as we're recording this, it's also $18. So it looks like it's on a streak of... Being uh, 18, which is, I guess, the yeah. new low. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, maybe that's what that is, yeah. The new floor price. We'll see how high it goes. Because, mm. obviously, it's never going to be 15 again. I mean, come on. Yeah, it'll be 15 one day a year just so they can say, <laughs> yeah, it's, sometimes it's 15 on one random day in, like, September next year. So, sort of going along with this, which I one of the ones I teased at the uh, opening is that there has been apparently a lawsuit filed, which mm. I mm. kind of think is a little ridiculous because I don't think that's going to do much. No. With some annual pass holders regarding the reservations yeah. and saying that, I can't remember how the wording was, but it was like saying they were guilty of false advertisement or something like that. Yeah, something along those lines. Of course, Disney responds saying that never guaranteed any of this stuff pretty much, right. which is true. Right. It's all in the tiny print. Yeah. <laughs> it's always there. It's all down there with the et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, <laughs> exactly how that is, yeah. You Just stole gets... fizzy lifting drinks. Yeah. You get nothing, you lose. <laughs> exactly. Good day, sir. You're an annual pass holder. You get nothing. Yeah, you lose, <laughs> basically. Well, anyway, and they here's the actual statement. It says, annual pass holders continue to be some of our biggest fans and most loyal guests. We've been up front with pass blah, holders blah, blah. about the updates we've made. And we offered them the flexibility to opt in or opt out of the program early in the pandemic 
including refunds if they desired. True. This lawsuit they did do that. mischaracterizes the program and its history, and we will respond further in court. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm no lawyer, but I feel like the only case you have is to say it was this way once, and now you've charging more for something that is completely different than what we originally had. But again, they have the right to change it however they want because it's right. in their EULA. And this is technically going to go nowhere as far as the suit itself goes. But one thing it does do is it kind of brings this sort of stuff to light for, for those that didn't already know pretty much, right? Yeah. So, because even the way they worded this response should irritate some folks. Yeah. Because it says they, they start with continue to be some of our biggest and loyal guests. And it says that we've been upfront about the fact that, you know, <laughs> we're screwed we're, over. We gave you an option to stay in it or stay out of it. Right. And we'll give you even your money back. But that's not what they're wanting. They're wanting the ability to use the annual pass for what they wanted. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just saying you're giving them the option to no longer be an annual pass holder is not the answer to the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. It's. It used to be you could go whenever you wanted, multiple parks, you know, do whatever you wanted essentially because you were paying for that privilege. And now they decided they don't want to give anybody that privilege for that price. Well, it kind of gets down to the meat of the matter of, like I said, when I'm not renewing, right? Yeah. Even after just getting it back for the first time in I don't know how many years, after one year of access, I don't feel like I got my money's worth out of it. And it's... I mean, I yeah. went like three times. I mean, I yeah. still didn't feel like I got my money's worth out of it. It didn't feel like it. You take away the ability to park hop until after two, which is a big thing. Yep. That's a big your, one. Your 10% discount on dining is the exact same if you already have a Visa card. You pretty much are breaking even there because you can do that without the annual pass. The only thing you're really getting is the 20% off on merchandise and yeah. the merchandise, they don't mind giving that because it's already overpriced to begin with. So sure, <laughs> yeah. they'll give you 20% off on that. It's, it's marked up like 80% yeah. <laughs> from yeah. what it should be it's, in most cases. So yeah, you're getting it better yeah. than the average Joe is going to get as far as buying it, but it's still overpriced to begin with. So yeah, there you go. And what do they want the annual pass holders to do? They want them to spend money. And so that one perk... Of the merch is probably the only one that's ever going to stay. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I guess due to the lawsuit, probably this is probably to cover themselves legally or whatever. So far, they have removed the benefits of becoming a pass holder webpage. Yeah. At this point. From the site, yeah. I saw yeah. that. Now, by the time you hear this episode, that could be back. I don't know. Well, there are no benefits of becoming a pass holder because they're well, not, no. selling <laughs> not selling them. Right. So there's zero yeah. benefits to becoming one. If you already are one, you can stay one. That's the only benefit you yeah. have. So and then it's not like, oh, well, if you already are one, you might not want to drop it because, you know, you never know when we're going to sell it to you again. Exactly. And that's kind of the only reason I've renewed. It's like, well, I don't want to be without it, miss out on it because, you know, I don't know how I like to go often. I used to like to go often, I should say. But can you? I mean, or will you? Right, that's the bigger question. Is, do I want to cough up all this extra money every time? I don't know. I'm. I guess. Like I said, I'm kind of soured, and yeah. I kind of want to do other things that aren't exactly cheap, but cheaper yeah. than Disney. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
just about everything is cheaper these days. So yeah, this is true. So I, I, I really, I don't, I know they're trying to meet their objective of still making money without the place being crowded, but I think they're going to push it too far. I think they're in that, then that yeah. dangerous in between of turning right. people off. So. Yeah, I think they're going about it the wrong way. I mean, they're doing a short-term strategy for you know long-term issues are going to come from it. And see, here's the thing. People that definitely, without any question, have plenty of money aren't even thinking about this. They're going to go if they want to. Right. They might not even be fans, though, truthfully. But people who say, I could better spend this money or they're in a position where they have to at least think about it are going to opt more towards the not. Right. Is the thing we showed last week. I mean, we didn't talk about cruises when we were comparing, but you can go on a cruise cheaper than cheap. a Disney Disney World cruise. You can most go on of a European time. one, dirt cheap, right? Cheaper than a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation. Well, yeah, right. You, yeah, I see what you mean. Going to yeah. like Paris. I, mean, I just know there's some places that you can get them through that are right. they're practically giving them away still. Yeah, I would say if you go on the. Um, what is it, the Fantasy still goes out of Canaveral? Uh, for now. Uh, right, for now. Those are the cheaper ones, obviously. Then They're still overcharging for the Wish, but... Well, newer ship's going to be new, uh, the higher price. That's expected. That's basically been the entire Ugh. time they've been doing this. The newer the ship, the higher the price. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather go on a cruise on the Fantasy, to be honest, because it looks like a much better price point. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, let's see. The Dream and the Fantasy are the two that I've been on. I've not been on any other ship thus far. I prefer the layout of the Fantasy to the Dream, mm. even though they're almost identical. There's a few subtle differences that I like about the Fantasy better. Right. I remember you saying that. Yeah. You liked it better. The parts that are different are mostly like the back, like the, uh, well, let's just say the, the what you might call the nightclub area and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the layout better on the Fantasy than I do the Dream. Okay. I can't explain it other than you just have to experience it to kind of see. You probably would feel the same way when it's all said and done. <laughs> That's the best way I know to put it. But, you know, you just have to mm-hmm. you have to be there. You have to you have to have done it Experience. to have noticed the difference. So, yeah. and I feel it's going to be that way with the wish and what was the latest one again? Treasure. The treasure. Yes, that's what it was. The the wish and the treasure are going to be similar, but treasure I'm sure will have some differences as opposed to the wish. But they're going to be similar. They're going to be sister ships, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So. But if you look around, there's dates that are way cheaper than a Disney vacation. If you're buying tickets, Park Hoppers, Genie Plus, staying at a deluxe, even moderate in some cases are going to be way more expensive than just doing a cruise of five yeah. nights or whatever. Yeah. And I think part of that is, even though they feel like, well, dropping the COVID requir- uh, vaccination requirements would help, I still think there's that little bit of apprehension about traveling in that style Yeah. still, even vaccine or not. Right. <laughs> I think there's some apprehension there. Yeah, it's been tainted a little bit for a while because cruise ships got all the media attention in the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, and, and when they started back, too. Yeah. You know, they still did. <laughs> They still had issues because... Yeah. Right. It's a floating Petri dish. Yeah. You're in a smaller space. If somebody has something, you're more likely to get it. <laughs> right. It's likely to spread faster that way, so... And I guess there's that fear of, oh, you get stuck on the ship. You know, if there's like an outbreak, you you wouldn't be able to leave. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole reason why they wouldn't let Lieutenant Dan go to space because he had the measles. I mean... 
Is that what it was? Well, it wasn't what his name was in Apollo 13, but that was his most famous Oh, an actual. It was Gary Sinise. I said yes. that. Yes. Yeah. That's why I was like, what? Like, did I, I miss something? I was just using Gary Sinise's most notable character to yes. refer to him. Speaking of, he's not a narrator, right? Didn't we say that? He's not doing a narration this year of the yeah. candlelight processional? I guess not. I guess because he kept trying to say, when you hear the words, go for launch, you'll want to hang on. <laughs> yeah. And there was no launch, so. Yeah. So, Club Cool had a little bit of news this past <laughs> week. Yeah. Like, this is, uh, we're in outrage over the cup issue. <laughs> yeah, I know. There were some people that really jumped the gun on this one. Like, they this were is like, what we're complaining Disney's about. rationing out the cups. We're going to continue this going forward. And then all of a sudden, people were like, Chapek! Right. To me, I could picture him in his office in Burbank or wherever looking and going like, why are we spending so much money on cups? Club Cool. <laughs> Let's go with the cheapest option possible and only give them one paper cup per group. <laughs> they have to share one cup. Well, see, the thing is, I can understand why people would automatically jump to this conclusion. It's like everything nowadays is blame Chapik. Yep. But this is not really one of those cases, guys. I mean, come on. Let's get a little more realistic than that. I mean... The reason was because they were short on cups. They didn't have the branded ones, so they've actually supplied it with some unbranded cups for the time being. The water so, cooler type cups. Yeah. So you can go there and gorge on as much diabetes as you want. <laughs> yeah. Just bring your own cup. How about that? Can you bring <laughs> you your can, own? Yeah, yeah, really. I'm like, you have a walk of water bottle you can bring in or something like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, they wouldn't. That would be too much free soda. If you right. filled your water bottle with it. It's like, why are you have an empty water bottle you're bringing in the park? You can't do that. You can bring a full one if you would like. I got to say, though, this Club Cool, you know, the new one, been there a few times, tried the sodas. There's a couple that are okay, but there's far less selection than they used to have. And it's like, meh, okay, there's like six or eight. A little smaller area. Smaller area. I got to thinking about it. I don't think the area is really that much smaller. Just the area in which you actually sample the drinks is smaller. They decided to fill it with merchandise. <laughs> the rest of it was no shock there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the old Club Cool had the very sticky floors, and it was, you know, very hard to get around. The layout wasn't very... The layout reminded me of Stitch's Great Escape slash Alien Encounter slash... Yeah. Flight to the moon or whatever, because it was like this hole. Yeah, it was <laughs> very, much. yeah, you went down into a pit, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't Wasn't, know why. This is a better setup, but the number of sodas and the variety is not great. And they should also have Coca-Cola there, right? They don't even have. Like, like regular Coke? Yeah, like in, in, you know, in the fountain for variety. You can buy a bottle of Coke, but. Or maybe they'll start selling things like Jack and Coke. No, there you have it. No. <laughs> Or rum and coke. <laughs> you used to be able to get a free slushy or ice coke or what do you call them? The coke slushy. You coke used to, whatever it is. Uh, you can anyway. get them free. Yeah, on your birthday you used to could at the old club cool. But I, I doubt because I paid for one this last time when I was waiting to go on Guardians. I doubt they do that now. That was what I was yeah. getting at. You know, I was just thinking what used to be in that location, the original that is, where Club Cool was, to make yeah. it have that, like, dip down. There had to be something else there at one point in time, right? Yeah. There was a reason, obviously, I'm sure. What was it? I can't even remember. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> I, remember I never what went would have been there. It had to be part of Communicore, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't remember what, though. 
Somebody would know. Yeah, the upper part is Starbucks, mm-hmm. of course. Well, they're rebuilding it, so I don't know. Are they going to rebuild him? They is tore that building down, and now they're rebuilding it. I mean, it'll be newer, but is it going to be better? I don't know. I don't know. They're calling it Communicore. It sounds like they're going back to the past. They're like, it was better before. Yeah, you shall see. <clears throat> There's a couple of things in Interventions that most people would have probably forgotten of there. For instance, the Sum of All Thrills. Do you even remember that one? Mm-hmm. I do. I remember seeing it. I never did it, though. I did. I did it once. It actually had a pretty decent weight the time that I did it, too. Yeah, it took forever. I remember that. Yeah. That's one reason why I didn't do it. I did see it there. It was okay. I mean, it was. I could see why it's not there anymore, truthfully. I mean, there was a time period when, you know, those type of things, the simulating those things was, was, was big. Right. But I think yeah. it's... Disney Quest had something similar, it's over too. With. <laughs> yeah. The Space Mountain. Yeah. Virtual. I, yeah, Virtual Space Mountain. You know, what was funny was it was presented as like a headline attraction for Disney Quest, and it was actually one of the most... What am I trying to say? It was the one you got tired of faster than some of the other things, truthfully. Uh, like, to me, the best thing over there was the Battle for, battle for Buccaneer Gold. Right. That was the best, yeah, the that Pirates, was the best game. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I remember that one. And was it, is, was it like the Jungle Cruise thing where you paddled the... Yeah, it was the Jungle Cruise ride. Where you yeah, paddled... Like virtual, the, virtual Jungle Cruise is what it was called. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember the name of it, but I do remember doing that one, too. Yeah, I remember using those paddles and busting myself in the mouth. Like, it, <laughs> like it reverbed, like it bounced back and... <laughs> You know, yeah. when you're trying to paddle and everything, it's like, pow. Right in the face. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons why that one's gone. Possibly. Speaking of stuff that's gone in Epcot, did you see that one about the rumor about Play Pavilion? I don't guess I have. I've seen that they say that the Wonders of Life Pavilion is totally closed or whatever at the moment. I mean, well, we already know that, yeah. but it made it sound like it was not coming back anytime soon. Any Anything. Rumor has it is the Play Pavilion's completely canceled now hmm. still rumor but and so far to this day that means that the wonders of life is the only pavilion that is completely shut down yeah no other pavilion in that in in future world or whatever it's called now has ever been shut down has it been shut down longer than it was open <laughs> it's getting close hmm. when did it officially no. open again it opened in 1989. Right. And, and then 2007? When did it close? I'm trying to think. Mm, it was still time. there in 05 when I was there. I didn't go back again, I don't think, until 08. I really don't remember. You yeah, can still yeah. go in it, though. It was used for other things. So does that count? Well, but like the official. So it's according to Wikipedia, it's 89 to January 1st, 2007. Okay. So, so it made it. 19 years. No, 18 years. Because it was roughly 18 years. So by 2025, it'll be closed just as long as it's been open. Surely in three years, there'll be something else there. Mm, never mind. Yeah, let's say, mm, I don't, I wouldn't, ba- I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah. Wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on Epcot to start with the letter E. No. <laughs> if anybody can come up with where that comes from. I, yeah. We'll give you a shirt because that one is an old Disney movie reference. But that's not obviously the line from the movie, but it's something similar. No, it's not the line. Well, if I give them the line, it might give some of it away. Well, yeah, that I, you could Google that and find out. Yeah. If you gave them but the exact line. But if you can line. tell by the way I said that, 
what movie yeah. that comes from, then it's... you'll get a shirt because you're awesome. <laughs> anyway. Right on. <laughs> what if I do it because I know what you're talking uh, about? Well, no. You don't <laughs> I don't count. All right. Nope, you don't count. But anyway, Play Pavilion, rumored to be officially canceled. Sources say, but who knows. What are these sources? Where do you get these sources? I know a guy. We were in the joint together. It's like, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. You know a guy. Yeah. We're having fun today, ladies and gentlemen, in case <laughs> you didn't notice. I'm having fun. Bob Weiss. Yeah. Has announced he is retiring from Walt Disney World Imagineering after 42 years. And as far as I know, it has nothing to do with any other Bobs. They have a lot of Bobs that have to do with yeah. Walt Disney World, don't they? That's what is it? I mean, that's, that's, that's like a prerequisite. I mean, I was like, is your, is your name Bob? Okay. You have a much higher chance <laughs> of uh, getting this job. Yeah. Is this the same kind of Joe Rody, Kevin Rafferty? Who, what's another one? Trying to, wasn't there a couple others that they quote unquote retired, but you know, they were really just forced, forced out? out. <laughs> yeah. Like Joe Rody is like working somewhere else now, and he, he very quickly started. It's not like he wanted to just kick his feet up and not do anything anymore. He, he, Clearly, he's obviously not. Yeah. So, he was. Yeah, out. maybe. I guess it's possible. I mean, he had, he had already been replaced though as the president of Walt Disney Imagineering in late 2021. So it makes it sound right. like he was probably engineering his exit. Right. I think. Possibly. I think he was doing this. Possibly. Personally. You know, 42 years with one company is a, is a good run. Head for the hills. It's a good time to go. He's also 74 years old. So. I'm just saying, if I had been somewhere for 42 years, it wouldn't matter who the CEO was. If I'm ready to retire, I'm retiring. I don't I don't care. <laughs> That's just me. That's my thinking. I was like, if it's my time, um, it doesn't matter who's there. I'm yeah. like, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm ready to go. So does it have an influence? Eh, it could. I mean, it, it, the thing about it is, is yeah. nobody can just naturally retire right now without yeah. being scrutinized either way. So also, I mean, yeah. Rumor has it that Chapik and DeMauro are currently at Walt Disney World. According to this report, they're doing like an executive retreat at Walt Disney World. Well, I would like to see that. Yeah, I'm just curious if we see any sightings this week. So if anybody yeah, out there is there or will be there, I'm not exactly sure of the dates, but it says this week. Yeah. What's Yeah, sorry. What's interesting about this dynamic... I mean, what I was just going to say right quick sure. before I before I move on, sure, I mean, sure. Bob, congratulations, Bob Weiss. That is, I mean, we hope you enjoy your retirement. So, yeah. But moving along, back when Eisner was CEO, he would do this on a fairly regular basis. Yeah, of course, he parks. didn't have the yeah. attention that you have nowadays right. with social media and everything. Oh yeah, so definitely not. Yeah. And so, like, if Chapek gets seen in the parks, you know, getting well, there's going to be <laughs> oh, people all he's over gonna it. Get it. <laughs> Tomorrow, in some way, shape, or form. Do you think he would still be welcomed pretty warmly? I think more so, of course, than Chapik, but for the most part, because you know most people are ignorant when it comes to him. He's handsome. He's nice. Yeah, yeah. Most people, and he'll be the one. Like Bob will have to walk with Josh, you know, just yeah. so he doesn't, you know, because yeah. he can be his protection, so to speak, almost. No, yeah. Not like he's gonna already have some. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I say protection. He's not really going to truly need protection, but he might, you know, get some negative reactions. You never know if somebody recognizes him. Maybe he'll go in disguise. 
incognito. Yeah, how is he gonna disguise himself? Put a wig on. I mean, yeah, you could you could do that. Have you seen that thing recently with uh, Eli Manning becoming his Chad Powers alter ego when he did training no, camp for Penn State? <laughs> I have not. That was pretty funny. Go look that one up. Okay. Chad Powers. Chad Powers. Will do. It's actually quite good. Maybe I'll give a link to it like I did your, uh, like I gave you my uh, <laughs> Lord. white and Well, they could link. totally do that. I see the picture of it. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> That's kind of how we would have to go, the really long hair. Oh, you just looked it up when I said that, Chad Powers? I did. <laughs> you no, should really Google. watch the video. It's pretty funny. Nice. Anyway, um, so Disney Enchantment mm-hmm. is to be replaced by Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks during Christmas week, which is weird because it's just Christmas week at Magic well, Kingdom. So Yeah, it's because there's no parties uh, after like the 22nd or something. Okay, well, maybe that's it. So though. that's the reason why. Is that how they did it before? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, they okay. always did it that way. So, the, you know, the parade as well will be going on after the parties are over, but not before. If you want to see the parade before Christmas week, you have to buy a party ticket. And same for the fireworks. But mm-hmm. Christmas week, which is why they everything's more expensive <laughs> that week, you get the parade and the fireworks for free. Not really, but you know what I mean. <laughs> not really. <laughs> right. It's just everything's you get it price included. You don't have to yeah. get a extra Party ticket, ticket or you don't yeah. Have, yeah. To see it. Yeah. You don't have to do a um special event ticket. And it'll be a daytime parade, not a nighttime parade, so Sure. Because they'll do it during the day on Christmas week. Of course. Well they used to do it earlier than that, but I yeah. guess they figured they didn't want to give anything away for free or for in price included that they could charge extra for. Did I say that out loud? Um, mm-hmm. Well, Disney World Railroad Track has staged Eey. to complete the final stretch of installation through the Tron construction site. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So we could see the railroad soon. Yeah. I mean, again, no love for that whatsoever at D23 or anything, which I think yeah. that would have gotten a reaction from the crowd if they had said, hey, we're going to open this by the end of the year. Possibly. Let's see, what do you think will happen when the railroad is potentially opening? Will it have as long a wait as People Mover did that time, or will it be less of a wait? <laughs> will people be lining up for the railroad? <laughs> yes, like they, they will people be, mover? for sure. I wonder, though, because most people, of course, will line up at Main Street, but I guess you could probably wait for the train to show up at you know Fantasyland, run to that station, or Frontierland, wherever. And might get a uh, shorter wait. <clears throat> Although the train's going to be full. Everyone's going to be going all the way around. So no one's getting off. <laughs> you know that. So I guess it's a bad idea. Yeah. <clears throat> There's not going to be anything special added to this. Other than the fact that this train will be operating again. So. If I happen to find so myself long. there. And like the train is full. I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm just going to say. Yeah. We'll, we'll do this. <laughs> some other time. I'm excited to do it again, even though well, I, I mean, think, I like I said, yeah. I like it, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, that's another one though. We have to agree that Disneyland's is like a million times better <laughs> themed than yes. the Disney World Railroad. Hopefully, they took this time to take some of the seats and had them face inward, like the Disneyland right. Railroad. They probably didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be nice though. I mean, it, I, I kind of like that idea because everything is inward, right? It is for the most yeah. part until they build that. Beyond Frontierland. Right. Till they build Beyond Thunderdome. Right, beyond, right, yeah. So, 
Fantasmic. You guys remember Fantasmic? <gasps> it's coming back. Yeah, November the third. It's going to be returning. That's and sold uh, out. yeah, pass holder passes are no longer available for the return of Fantasmic. Big shock. It's been said that this is going to be a longer show from what it was too. So oh great! To... <laughs> Can't wait for that. Right. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> thing I wanted to hear. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Add ten minutes to it, great. It's going to be even longer than it already is. Oh, great. Yeah. Now we really am going to need the chicken finger stand uh, or chicken tenders out there. I'm going to say, you're going to gain like 30 pounds if you have to sit through that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. So they oh. also have the dining packages and prices out here. And what's included is an entree, an appetizer, or dessert at a select full-service restaurant one full buffet where applicable, along with a non-alcoholic beverage. One voucher for guaranteed seating at Fantasmic, which is usually the far right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's and not a great section. It's not the best seating okay. in the world. It's okay. Yeah. But. So the participating restaurants are pretty much the same as before, and the pricing well, I'm going to share. 50s Prime Time is included. One of the options. Uh, $51 for adult, 22 for a kid. That's ages nine and under. That's decent, actually, yeah. for Disney. Yeah, decent. And especially with primetime, because it's not a buffet. You get options, right? Right. Uh, Hollywood decent. and Vine, which is a buffet, Ugh. is going right. to be 54 for breakfast, which I guess what? you can I guess you can do breakfast and then still get the Fantasmic package later, right? You just have to come yeah, back you later. you get a voucher, I think. Yeah, you get a voucher. Uh, 36 for kids. Golly. 71 for lunch and dinner for an adult. <laughs> for yes. lunch. And 47 Disney. for a child for lunch and dinner. Good lordy, buddy. Fantastic, yeah. Right. And see, that's Hollywood and Vine, which I don't understand because <laughs> the next option, especially given the next option, Mama yeah. Mel Rose's Italian restaurant, right? Okay, yeah. $54 for an adult, 22 for a child. And that's I would take better, that yeah. over Hollywood and Vine. Heck yeah. Any day of the week. I would take 50s prime time <laughs> for I sure. I think uh, Pete from the Diz... Calls it Hollywood and slime. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Say that one, but yeah, I would take Mama Melrose's for sure. I've eaten there; it's good. Yeah. And fifties primetime too. It's way better. If you thought yeah. those were good, check this one out: Sci-Fi Dine-In. Yes, I would. Forty-nine. Take that for yeah. An adult. That one. And twenty-two Winter. for a child. I loved Sci-Fi Dine-In. My kids hated it with a passion, but I loved the atmosphere in there, and I, th- I. If it weren't for the kids, I would have had a great time. <laughs> I loved it. And in there. this one is about on par with what you would expect: Hollywood Brown Derby, seventy-three for an adult, and yeah. twenty-nine for a child. So not, not ridiculous for that either, to be honest. No, and as a matter of fact, for the quality of the food, right. that's probably one of the better options for the overall, yeah. especially since it's it's on par with getting Hollywood and Vine. It's only two dollars more for Hollywood <sighs> and Vine for lunch and dinner. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, for that, if I was wanting to spend over 70, <laughs> I would pick Brown Derby any, any day over that one. It's ridiculous. So let's just say you wanted to uh, go crazy and buy the Fantasmic package. Which is your first choice as far as dining location? First for me would be Sci-Fi. I would pick that one because I want to go back there. If I was with my kids, they would they would refuse but uh, right. that would be my choice. 
I've not done sci-fi so far yet, but I would go with what I know. I think I would go with 50s because it's yeah. still priced reasonably. And 50s probably has better food than mm-hmm. than sci-fi, but sci-fi, it's okay food, and it, I love the atmosphere. So, Or uh, Mama Mel Roses, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's only That'd a couple of bucks second. more. That'd yeah. probably be my second choice. And then Brown so. Derby. But, I mean, the odds that I'm going to do that anyway are still not very good because I yeah. never was a big fan of Fantasmic in the first place. I find yeah. it hard to believe I'm going to be a big fan of the revamp. So yeah. the only way I, I'm going to do it is if my kids want to do it and I'll let them see it at least once. Yeah. So. I mean, if they made the show better than the other one, I might go see it. But I mean, they obviously have made some changes, but the show itself has been around for, gosh... 25 years or more? Yeah, like 95-ish somewhere there. Some mid-90s. Yeah, something like that. So, Speaking of dining, Monsieur Paul, did we talk about that one on the show last week? We did last week. Oh, the full... Yeah, the I thought we just. I thought we. Well, no, we mentioned. Oh, that's right. That's right. We mentioned there was going to be a pre-fee or prefix, whichever your choice. But of they finally pricing. released the pricing, and I'm like, what? yeah, the pricing came after the show. You're right. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> that was the one that I was just like, what? And I think we all agree. There's like, there's no way it's worth. Yeah. As good as it was, there's no way it's worth what they're asking now for a menu that you don't even really have options on. It's right. not, you know, you don't have a la carte, especially. $195 so. per person. They don't even say, like, if you brought your kids here, they're also 195 because they don't have a kid price at all. There you go. Which They're basically saying don't bring kids. Right, which I agree. I wouldn't I wouldn't bring kids to this restaurant because well, basically the step below Victorian Alberts. It's the type of cuisine that is they're this likely that kids are not going to find something that they like either. So right, yeah. So they're not even considering like if you're coming here, you're not gonna have right. kids with you. This is for couples. Yeah, when we were there, we saw people with kids. I mean, yeah, they did bring. But I mean, kids. this is for couples mostly. Just you know, you, there you say like try one of our lovely babysitting services during this time period, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, but you so. get. A starter cocktail included in the price, which is basically a glass of champagne. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. That's what it says. You get a choice of hors d'oeuvre, so you get three options. You get a fish course. You get a meat course. Then you get a cheese course. Is fish not a meat? No. Okay. Well, not, I guess, <laughs> land land and sea, I guess, is I yours. Guess. Okay. And then you get a dessert. Three options for each, except for the cheese course. You only get one choice there. Ah. So you get a four-course meal. Yeah, right? four courses for 200 bucks a, a pop. I don't... Yeah. Here, here's my anticipation for this. You ready? Not including gratuity. Right, not including gratuity. For those that actually can afford this experience, they're going to rate it highly as it when it first comes out. Sure. And then you're going to give it a few months, and then it's going to start to taper off a little bit and then they're going to go back and give it a try and they're going to have some kind of complaints with it and this vicious cycle continues like it does with everything when it first opens and then after a while they stop caring looks like you hear nobody say anything particularly raving about steakhouse 71 already and it's been what a year (laughs) right you know yeah i wasn't overly impressed with the dinner for sure the breakfast was okay but yeah when it comes down to it, there's a handful that are old reliables. Yeah. yeah that's pretty Speaking much of old reliables, the other 
in other restaurant news, the Kona Cafe's got its opening date again. Was it November 1st? Oh, gosh. I hope they don't screw that up. <laughs> it did say they haven't, as, as of the recording of this, I don't think they've released like any changes to the menu or anything like that. But <clears throat> Like I said, but, I just hope they don't screw it up. I know. What was it? Gosh, now I can't find it. The other, did we talk about the other, um, the other dining? Yes, that, that's the one. Yeah, Akershus is uh, coming back. Did Which they, it was, I was not impressed with it the first time around, so <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Did they release once. the pricing on that one? I do not see it thus far. Um, Let's see. It might be by the time you hear this yeah. podcast, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't see any pricing on it that I've got so far. So Okay. I will say my own personal opinion, I was not really a big fan of the breakfast, the princess breakfast that I had there almost yeah. three years ago. Right. It was overpriced then, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It was not worth what you the whole thing. I mean, let's just put that right. way. I mean, I'm not nothing against the character interaction, but I judge those type things on what am I getting as a whole. Which is why Garden Grill is what something high that I hold in high regard. So, yeah. boo. There you go. Well, there's yeah. We we got through a lot of the restaurant news there. Yeah. So, uh, attendance regarding um, how Walt Disney World, three of their four parks have actually been outgained, right? By Universal Parks, they had more people come through the gates. Let's see. Was Animal Kingdom was a little over seven million. Epcot was 7.7, Hollywood Studios was 8.5, and Universal was 8.9, and Islands of Adventure was 9 million. So yeah, that's higher than all of those. Other than Magic Kingdom, which was still about roughly 12 million, a little over 12 million, which Magic Kingdom, which is funny because like we mentioned last week, it hasn't had anything new since... Mind train, yet it still gets all the attention and attendance. Right. It never has an issue with attendance. Maybe that's why they haven't spent a whole lot of time working on it is because it doesn't matter. People are still going to go there no matter right. what. I guess that's the point. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cares. I mean, really. I mean, they don't have to. It's like it's this the original. It's the Magic Kingdom. People are going to go. They don't necessarily have to have anything new to make money on that park. I anyway, suppose. and my thing with that is, though, I don't even think they care about these numbers. No, they don't. Because they're more interested in how much they're making per those, right. what, 7 million or 8 million or whatever it was, than they are whether or not they outgain guest-wise the competition down the road. Because if they're making money per guest, yeah. then that's they're ultimately they're making money. Right. And that's the thing. Is that's why people hate Chapek, is all he cares about is the numbers. Well, Think about it from a business perspective, though. Sure. In business, are you going to wait? Want to make more money off having to deal with less people, or are you going to want to deal with more people? But in the long term, is (laughs) is alienating your your super fans and making them (laughs) not want to come back? Is that really going to help you in the long run? That's what we've said, but you know what. They, somebody's going to have to prove them wrong at some point for that to happen. Yeah, and people it. aren't willing to do it. <laughs> um, I'm at a point where, I, like I said, I don't see a reason to go back often. Yeah. I'm going to start going more. I think I'm going to be the member of the podcast who takes the approach of 
I'm going to be the going on a budget portion of the podcast, I think. Like, we already have one side of the coin. Like, this is what you can get with DVC and annual pass and everything. I'm going to try to figure out how to do that on the best way I possibly can. Yeah. Different ways to stay. For instance, last year, almost exactly a year ago, and when I went in October of last year, as far as where we stayed, we stayed in an Airbnb, and we shared it with some friends of ours. Yeah. And our out-of-pocket cost was right at 200 bucks a night for that place, and it was a four-bedroom townhouse. So I think it was actually less than 200 but you get where I'm going with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you talk about space, and you got your own little pool, own little private pool at that place, too. When you talk about that, and then you say, well, if to get that type of service at Disney, how much would that cost to get that type of space? <laughs> a lot more. Well, yeah. So, like, you see what I mean? Astronomical, yeah. And I'm literally just across the road. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've stayed off-site a couple of times. We did an Airbnb back in July, and it was miserable just because it was in a area that was under a lot of construction. Well, it was just... Um, all yeah. depends, I guess. The place right. matters. Right. So, picking a good, a good spot is important. And with Airbnb and VRBO, you don't exactly know exactly where it is. Like You can kind of figure it out, but you still don't quite know <laughs> what you're getting until you get it. If you do your research and you know the area somewhat, you can yeah. get a you good idea. You can figure it out, right? Yeah. But I also once stayed at a place not too terribly far from there. Gosh, what was the name of it now? What's that? That's that golf resort. I can't think of the name of it. But it actually had some pretty good deals for some decent-sized rooms as well. Yeah. And uh, if I think of the name of it, I'll I'll blurt it out. There's some benefits to staying on property, but they're really the value is really it's really questionable now. It really is. Yeah. It's just the way I feel. I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's true. And I've kind of I I stayed off property a good bit even back in the day, you know. Right. And when I did go, I was trying to go things like I would split stays with, say, a mod and a deluxe or just do a mod, right. those type things. So, yeah. yeah. And even though, even when I stay at a mod, a lot of times when I look at the space of the room, what I get, like that time that I stayed in a princess room or a royal room at Port Orleans. Yeah. After staying in it, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I can say I did it once, but uh, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Don't, yeah. I'm not yeah. spending almost $400 a night to stay in this. You know yeah, what I mean? it's not worth it. And that's how I yeah. feel about um, Caribbean Beach right now. It's, even though it's Skyliner, <laughs> not worth the prices they're charging for those horrible rooms. <laughs> they're just I'll, not good to me. Yeah. I will say there's a couple of places that I've never stayed that I would probably go for, just to say I've been there. Um, and of course, someday in the near future, I'm going to have to splurge on Polly. Yeah. At least one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. We have too much history there to yeah. <laughs> not but do it. But outside of that, unless something changes, it's just not, gosh, I mean, the $708, $800 a night in some cases for the space that you're getting, I just don't see it. Yeah. And speaking of Polynesian, I saw that update on the construction there that it looks like they're about to start laying foundation for the new tower so they're charging ahead with the uh new dvc tower for poly yeah what's that gonna be i don't know you mean what are they gonna name it <laughs> well here's a couple of things 
our most recent DVC to judge this on is Riviera, right? Yeah. And we know that their studios are oh, price not wise, yeah. very big, right? Mm, right. And they're priced still pretty high. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully the rooms are at least a little bigger studio when they do the studios of it. Yeah. What do I think yeah. price-wise? I, I mean, what do you think they're going to do? Because like I said, our latest example was they're going to yeah. charge less for more, it seems right. like. I mean, excuse me, charge more for less. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think they're going to be Riviera prices or more, actually, probably more than Riviera prices, yeah, for sure. But they're charging you more for less yeah. space, and right. essentially, in Riviera's case. Yep. I think you're going to get that at the Polynesian ones. They're not going to be as big as the... Like, the studios will not be as big as the rooms, at, the old school rooms at Polynesian. Oh, yeah. They won't be. Nope. So, I really feel like I'm talking much ne- more negative here lately, aren't I? But I'm I mean, just, we all I'm just are. speaking I mean, the just, facts. That's just the nature of it. You know, we all are. I'm just getting on the mic and spitting it. Yeah. I feel like I'm being harder than most, though. I mean, perhaps, but... but. But I, uh, much like I made a comment on a tweet not too terribly long ago when I asked about it, I was like, they're talking about criticizing. I was like, well, I criticize it because I do care. I mean, if you don't care about something, you just don't, you know, you just leave it alone. You don't say I'm done with it altogether. Right. I criticize what they're currently doing because I want to see it be better. I want to see it be more of... A, I want it to be more fair, truthfully. I mean, I know it's a business and they can do what they want, but I mean, I want it to be more reasonable yeah. for what you get and not just be chased after pretty much the super rich mm-hmm. to borrow John Hammond. Again, <laughs> for like once the again. 50th time. Yeah, for the 50th time we've done that. Well, it's true, though. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, you're right. And that, that, that movie's how old? <laughs> 30. 27, almost 30 years ago. Well, no, no, yeah, it's going on 30 years, isn't it? Next year will be the 30 year anniversary. Yeah. So, just about. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's it's definitely harder and harder to be positive right now. And I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> I think there's right. little glimmers of it, like Tron will be a nice, fun, new thing it to be, be excited about. But, yeah. It would be different if it was like this absolutely everywhere, but it's not entirely true. I mean, everything is up somewhat, but most of their, the things surrounding them, whether it be SeaWorld, whether it be Universal, whether it be, you know, things like that, they're not in this range. You know what I mean? As far as how they're, what they're charging and what they're doing. Yeah. I'm sure their stuff, some of their stuff is up, but it's not Disney up. (laughs) You see, do you get where I'm going with that? Right. So people will start looking at alternatives. Hey, I can have just as much fun over here for right. and not spend near as much money. Yeah. And obviously we're seeing that with the reflect you know, reflected in the numbers of people who came in 2021. And the question is, is that truly affecting Disney's bottom line? Because if it's not affecting their bottom line, <coughs> you know, they're not going to care about that graphic, truthfully. Yeah. Well, you can only keep hiking prices so much before, you know, you're going to affect attendance, which they want to do right now. But, you know, once Universal has more capacity, they're going to people are going to stay a lot longer. 
All right, I got to ask you because this week, just yesterday, actually, well, as, of the, as of the time of this recording, there was a new episode. Have you done any of Andor yet? Uh, no, I have not no been Andor able to. Yet. I know. Just don't have time. That's I don't have anyone to discuss this with on our show, apparently. Yeah, I know. It's awful. I, I'm so. It's really good. On it's, one of the, it's one of the best right. Star Wars series. So you really need to start it. <laughs> Is it better than Mando? I mean, I'm really into it right now. I'd have to go back and watch the first season of Mando again. It's probably better. Right. It's, what I've seen so far is probably better than the second season of Mando. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start because yeah, I have a little bit of time here and there this weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna start it. Yeah. So I'll it's get, a good Star Wars story. Okay. It's I'm the best work way on it. it. I'm so. gonna try to get. I feel like you would like talk it. about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would like it. So. Maybe uh, next time. It's just us. We can do a review on uh, on it, but yeah, I gotta get I've, I've been watching more series of things l- lately. I've gotten into that. That's the only one I've gotten into on Disney Plus. That's a series, but um, Walking Dead returned. I'm really wanting to see how that it turns out when it's all said and done. So I've watched the first three episodes of that. Of what's left, I think there's only. I think they only started with like about seven episodes left. Maybe was it? So we're almost halfway there on that one. I know that's not Disney related, but of course I've watched Hocus Pocus 2. That's been on a couple of times in my house. Have you watched that? No, I'm not going to either. You're not going to? You Don't plan like the on first it. one? No, not really. Your kids haven't even like asked? They watched the it? original. Yeah, my, my, my kids. And they uh, don't care about the second one? They haven't. Well, maybe, I think they did watch the second one actually, but I don't. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm not watching it with them. Okay. So, just like I'm not watching that. Well, I mean, I'm just not. I have no interest. Okay. But yeah. I mean, it's it's all right. It doesn't yeah. beat the original. Nothing. But Most things don't. I mean, yeah. anything with a two behind it is just about a cash grab these days. That's right, especially it's when it's like 30 years after the original. It's like, okay, let's can we? <laughs> yeah. Like, why are we waiting so long to make these sequels that? Well, in in this movie's case, it did very poor. The original did at the box office, and it kind of became a hit after it was shown. You know what I think really helped the original Hocus Pocus? I can't remember if I said this last week. It came out. It's just I happened to I happened to look this up for for someone else's when someone else brought it up. Mm-hmm. But when it came out, and when it was actually being shown on Disney Channel, it was right around the same time that nationally, Disney Channel was had become syndicated like it was cable before it was a premium channel like it had started slowly but surely going from a premium channel to a cable channel in some areas but by the time this was being shown on a regular basis at halloween it was right around the same time that just about everybody got disney channel so i think that had a pretty big impact on why it became somewhat of a cult following after the fact because I know that's where I first saw it, and I actually watched it several times back when it first was on Disney Channel. I never went to see it in theaters, obviously. So see, I mean, it kind of says something about it. They even had, so it even shows back then they had an example of something gaining its popularity not at the box office. Made it probably made all the difference, truthfully, in Hocus Pocus's popularity. Popularity. So. Okay, I suppose. Yeah, I just found it interesting. A little side yeah. note, but yeah. Right. So, I mean, I I was wondering if we were going to be able to go this long uh, when we first started, but hey, we had no problem doing that. We we never do. Nope. So I think that's enough for this one week. And 
If you want to go check us out on other channels, you can do so on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can find your exclusive TWTM merchandise at shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And we have a YouTube channel, which has not been a lot added to it lately, but still go subscribe. Go check it out. We'll be adding something to it uh, in the future, of course. Yep. And we have links to all those things and more on our website, travelingwiththemouse.com. You can email us podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And you can email our travel agent friend if you're looking to book an upcoming Disney World or Universal vacation. And her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. Links are on our website. So for Adam, my name is John. This has been Traveling with a Mouse. And we hope you will join us on our next trip. To Universal. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Mm, I'm not ready yet. Not ready for that yet. You're not gonna. You're not gonna commit to that yet. Not until Nintendo World. Then you're gonna be in. Time. Mm, I may have to. Have to at least go check it out. I am trying to stay loyal to Disney, but they're making it hard, man. <laughs>